0: Welcome to the Money Love Podcast. I'm your host and money coach, Paige Pritchard. If you're ready to up-level your results in relationship with money, you're in the right place. Each week, I give you the tools to transform your mindset, manage your emotions, and achieve results with your money you never dreamed were possible. Hello, welcome to episode 40 of the Money Love Podcast. I hope that you are having an amazing week so far, and yes, we are still in our Women in Money series which is totally okay with me and I'm pretty sure it's okay with all of you because I have been getting so many positive message and such great feedback from all of you that you're loving this series. But before we dive into today's topic, I do want to just give you an update on the next couple of weeks of what's coming up on the podcast so that you just know what to expect. So we have two more weeks in the Women and Money series. We have this week and next, which is going to bring us to the end of April, which is wild that we're basically already at the end of April. But after that, we're going to be moving on to other topics. And since we've been talking a lot of more personal development topics and mindset-based topics throughout this Women in Money series, I'm going to move back for a couple weeks just to doing some episodes that are more how-to and tactical in nature. So just so you know, I have some episodes coming up on student loans, on buying and leasing a car, on automating your money on spending, on budgeting. So that is what is to come. Just a reminder, if you're not already, go ahead and subscribe to the show on your platform of choice so that you are notified every Tuesday when I drop a new episode. And also before we jump in, if I can just ask if you have not yet already and you've been consuming and loving this free content on the podcast, If you could take two minutes and just leave a review of the show on iTunes, it would mean so much to me. It is really something that takes such little time and effort, but it really does make such a huge impact for the show. Positive reviews are the most effective way to boost the show to other people so that others can find the show and know that the work that we do here is making an impact. Okay, those are my two asks for you this week subscribe and leave a review. So let's dive in to this week's topic. Today, we are going to be talking about a concept that I am calling wealth allowance. And what I mean by that is allowing yourself, giving yourself permission to build wealth, knowing that you are worthy enough, smart enough, trustworthy enough, and important enough to build wealth. Now, why are we talking about this? Well, it's because I think that there are too many women out there who simply aren't allowing themselves to reach their full financial potential. They are standing in their own way. The roadblocks to building wealth are self-imposed, in a sense. Now, there's several main reasons why we do this, which we're going to walk through. And after we do, you might identify or see a lot of yourself in what we're going to be talking about today. And here's what I find so interesting about this specific topic of money. You not giving yourself the allowance to be wealthy is because of one of two things. One, it's because of your beliefs about money. And two, it's because of the beliefs that you have about yourself. Now, for many women, it's not entirely one or the other, but rather it's a combination of the two. But I do want you to know that your entire financial development journey starts here. It starts with granting yourself permission. It starts by giving yourself the allowance to make a lot of money. And if you can't do this, if you can't give yourself permission to be financially successful and reach your full financial potential, then nothing else we do here matters. One of the biggest obstacles to making a lot of money is not a lack of good ideas or intelligence or skill or time or effort. The biggest obstacle that we have to building wealth is that we refuse to give ourselves permission to do so. So taking some time to do some self-evaluation and some self-reflection in this area is so critical, and I hope that this episode is going to give you the tools and the inspiration to do that. Let's start with a quick little litmus test to see where you're at. I want you to repeat after me, and I actually want you to say this out loud, okay? Repeat after me. I want to be rich. I'm going to give you some time to say it. Say it. Okay. I want to be rich. Now, don't just say it in your head. Say it out loud. And even if you need to pause the episode and do it, just do it. I'm telling you, this is important because this is actually the litmus test. How does it feel when you say that out loud? Can you even say it out loud? Does it feel natural, safe, and aligned? Or does it feel really uncomfortable and icky and slimy? Now, let's even take this one step further. What about you saying that statement to another person? Could you look another person in the eye and say, "I want to be rich." Not in like a jokey ha ha way, but just like totally serious, like I want to be rich. Again, would you even be willing to say that to someone else? Why or why not? Spend some time here thinking about this because your reaction to this statement is going to tell you a lot about how you feel about being someone who has a lot of money. If you feel like you have any resistance to that statement, then your wealth allowance isn't as high as it could be. There is a part of you, a part of your belief system that has some negative association to money, to wealth, or to you as an individual being someone who has a lot of money. Now listen, a response I sometimes get to this is, listen, Paige, okay? Not everyone wants to be rich. Not everyone needs or even has a desire to be rich and to have a lot of money. And so if that's where your brain is kind of going right now, let's slow down for a little bit and spend some time actually talking about what does rich mean. Society's definition of rich is also a money construct in and of itself that we all live in. The word rich or the word wealthy, they both carry a certain meaning and a certain weight to them. And generally speaking, when a lot of us hear the word rich, our brains make associations to things like huge mansions that have 15 rooms and Lamborghinis and designer clothing and diamond jewelry and private jets. It's basically like the life that you see in music videos, right? And so we make associations to material possessions that money can buy. But what do we also make associations to? People. The type of people who are rich. And if you were to personify the word rich, what would you come up with? I can tell you for me, my old personification, and I've had to do some work here, but my old personification of the word rich was like an old white guy with some sort of high rolling career, like an investment banker or a CEO. And it even goes one step further because we have personifications of what we can see on the outside, right? How old they are, their gender, what they look like, what they do for a living. But we also tend to focus on what's on the inside too, right? Like to the type of person that a rich person is. They're greedy. They're morally bankrupt. They're untrustworthy. They're selfish. They're self-absorbed. Like I said, I have done a lot of work on myself and my own associations to change what I think of when I hear the word rich, that there are different genders and ages and ethnicities and backgrounds of people who are rich and wealthy. And also focusing on their positive personality traits that they are good and kind and generous people but my point is is that the associations that we make of rich from a material aspect are just as important as the associations we make to the type of people who are rich and the type of people that they are now i can't say for certain but i imagine that if you spent some time digging into the association that your brain makes to the words rich or wealth, you might come up with a lot of the same things that mine did. And again, I want you to know that these associations have been formed across your entire lifetime through thousands and maybe even millions of inputs that have been fed into us about money and what it means to be rich and what it means to have a lot of money by the media and movies and books and education and religion and other people, just so many inputs. And listen, I know that many of you listening to this podcast don't look anything like those traditional symbols of wealth, right? You don't look anything like an old white guy. You are the opposite of that. You're young. You're female. But when we have those money beliefs, those money scripts and associations of, oh, this is what rich and this is what being wealthy looks like, our brains look at that and they go, uh, well, that's not me. I don't look like that. I don't see myself in that. And frankly, I don't really want those things. Like, I don't want a Lamborghini. I don't want a huge mansion with 15 rooms and a butler. Maybe you do, but I know a lot of you don't. A lot of people who I talk to who are really struggling with the wealth allowance are people who don't really have a strong desire for the more traditional, and I'm doing traditional in air quotes, but the more traditional symbols of wealth. And so they're like, if this is what rich is, I'm good. I don't want that. I don't need that. In addition to the material possessions, your brain is also looking at the type of person that you feel like you need to become in order to make a lot of money. It's something that your brain is considering. So you're also like, well, I don't think that I'm a greedy or a selfish or an unkind person, nor do I ever want to be in the future. So again, your brain is like fighting against these older, more socialized versions of wealth that frankly aren't appealing to a lot of us anymore. And if you have these subconscious connections, your brain is like, listen, if this is what rich is, I don't want any part of it. So we reject and we fight against wealth and having a lot of money. Now, here's the interesting thing to think about. I want to just make this point with you. You can see this so clearly with women because if you were to ask a room full of women, hey, Do you have a desire to be rich? Like, do you want to be rich versus asking a room of men that question? My guess is that you would get very different reactions. The men would probably be a lot more receptive and just frankly honest about answering that question and providing themselves the allowance to build wealth because of how our society looks at men having a lot of money. It's all the things that we've been talking about in this series. The differences between men and women with money. If you want to dive into that deeper, go listen to episode 34. I walk through all of those differences between men and women with money. But the women, I would guess, would probably be a lot more reluctant to answer that question honestly and be truthful about their true desire for wealth. So on one hand, we have a lot of women who I talk to who in one breath, they're like, oh no, listen, like I don't really need that much money. I don't really want to be rich. It's just not about the money for me. Like I want to help people. I don't care about money. But then they're also telling me about how they have a deep desire to pay off their student loans and their credit card debt, how they want to become homeowners one day, how they want to put their kids through college, how they want to travel with their families, how they want to be able to support their aging parents and then themselves be able to retire at a reasonable age how they want to financially contribute to the causes that are important to them, and how they really just want to be living a life where they have options, options with their time, options with their energy. Here's the ironic part is that all of those things that I just listed require a lot of money. They require wealth. So on one hand, us women, we are pushing wealth away and we are not giving ourselves the allowance to earn it and build it because we are rejecting the more traditional symbols of wealth and the type of people that we think that we're going to have to become to earn it. But on the other hand, when it really boils down to it, a lot of us actually do have a desire to live a rich life. Because everything that I just said, which I know a lot of you desire, is not free. There's no free lunch. It's going to require a lot of financial resources. So, let's consider this for a second. What if rich doesn't mean That you're just cruising on your yacht in the Mediterranean, okay? Maybe for some people it does. But for the most part, let's just consider that maybe that's not what rich looks like and that's not what rich means. Instead, what if we do the work, the very important work to change the negative associations to money that we have and the negative associations that we also have to making a lot of money that are all holding us back from becoming rich and building wealth? What if we actually start to reframe riches and wealth to simply mean that we are able to afford all of the things and all of the experiences that will be required to fully live into our most authentic lives? What if rich doesn't mean the mansion with the butler and the handbags and the shoes and the diamonds? What if it means that you simply are living a life where you can afford all of the experiences that truly make you happy? and that really light you up, whatever that looks like for you. This is going to be unique for each one of us, but this is the version of your life that brings you true purpose, true alignment, and true happiness. And the amount of money that we're all going to need is going to vary for each of us, depending on who you are and what that looks like, what you desire. But the reality is, like it or not, that nearly everything that is involved in our growth in our self-expression, and in our pursuit of happiness requires money. (laughs) So what does your version of rich look like? Maybe it does look like the more traditional versions of wealth, which is totally cool, but maybe it doesn't. But just because it doesn't, that doesn't mean that the life that you do want to live isn't going to require money, and you just get to write it off and say, oh, I don't really care about money because you think that money suddenly becomes obsolete and unnecessary in your version of the life that you want to build. There's a book I love. I've talked about it before on the podcast. It's a very popular book. You've probably heard of it if you haven't read it already. It's the You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. And I want to just read you this example because this example aligns perfectly with what I'm trying to say here. So she says, for example, if you're an artist. Your riches might go towards things like paint, canvases, brushes, a studio, trips to places that inspire you and fill you up with ideas, dinner out with friends or fellow artists to keep your spirits and energy high, hiring a PR firm, someone to walk your dog so you can work, a personal trainer and a DJ at your art opening, paying the admission fees to museums, buying healthy food, music to listen to, art classes, glasses, and a beret. She then goes on to say, a healthy desire for wealth is not greed. It's a desire for life. I'm going to read that one more time. A healthy desire for wealth is not greed. It's a desire for life. All right. How powerful is that? Wouldn't it be so amazing if we could all change the mental constructs about money and riches and wealth and what that looks like and what it means? And changing it from wealth equals greed, wealth equals evil to Wealth equals a desire for life and a desire to live my life in a way that is completely authentic to who I am and to what I desire and to the impact that I want to make in the world. Each one of you has been given a unique set of gifts and talents and desires. And based on those unique gifts and talents, we are all poised to make differing contributions to the world during our time here. And my deepest desire for each one of you is that you are able to do that, is that you are able to make your unique contribution that will make this world a better place. And the honest truth is that a lot of times doing that requires money. And even if you are looking at your unique situation, your unique goals and priorities and desires and saying, you know what, Paige, I don't really think so, right? Like I think I'm kind of like the special snowflake where that doesn't really apply to me. Well, then let me offer you this. You will not be able to fully share your unique self and make your unique contribution to the world at the highest level when you are stressed out about money all the time, when you're in fight or flight mode because you can't pay your rent, or your student loans are mentally crushing you, or it's just a matter of time before your 15-year-old car breaks down. And when it does, you have no idea how financially you're going to replace it. None of us were put here to simply just make it to stay stagnant and scrape by and live paycheck to paycheck. I don't believe that. All of us were put here for a purpose, to make a unique contribution, to thrive. And listen, money makes it so much easier to thrive. It just does. And if you are here and if you want to become the grandest, most glorious version of yourself, then I beg you, open yourself up. Give yourself the allowance. Grant yourself permission to build wealth. To become rich and to make a lot of money. Because if you want to create a positive impact in your life and in the life of others, then guess what? Building wealth is the easiest way to do that. Two other things I wanna touch on in this episode to recap this point reframing and honestly decriminalizing the word rich and reframing wealth and understanding that just because you don't have a desire to live a life that looks like what you see in the music videos doesn't mean that wealth isn't still going to be required to live your dream life so that you can give your contribution at the highest level is so critical. And it's where we have to begin on this journey because until we do this, until we stop making money dirty and evil, we aren't going to allow ourselves to make much of it. So the second shift that I want to offer you, which again, this is very prevalent with women, because a lot of us are raised to be nurturers and at the service of others, is we tend to look at money and wealth as something that harms people, that is in opposition to that. From women, I hear a lot like, oh, money doesn't matter. I don't really care about the money. I just want to help people. I'm not really in it for the money. It's almost in a sense saying that we have to pick. It's like one or the other, right? Helping people, serving others, making an impact can't coexist in the same place as wealth and riches. That's what a lot of us think. But my challenge to that is, why? Why does that have to be the case? Why can't they coexist? Why do we have to choose? Why does it have to be one or the other? A lot of women feel like they have to pick, but I'm here to tell you, you don't have to pick. And in fact, I hope that you can see that the more wealth that you do have, the more people that you can actually help, the more good that you can do in the world. Have you ever heard of the saying, money talks? Well, that saying basically just means that people with a lot of money have a lot of power and influence. And guess what? You could be one of those people making an impact and making a difference with your money in the ways that you feel most positively impact the world that we live in. And if you're wanting to make a positive change, the reality is money is one of the most effective tools to do it. You cannot give what you don't have. So, Why not just open yourself up to the possibility of reaching your full financial potential so you can make a huge impact in the world and make a big difference in the lives of other people? I just want you to let your mind go there. Just entertain the possibility that instead of just going to the default of, oh, money equals greed and suffering and evil and money hurts people, it doesn't have to. There is another way and there is another option that is available for each one of us to believe and to buy into and live out. The third and final point that I wanna bring up in this episode is this. I think that a lot of women struggle to grant themselves the allowance to build wealth because they are frightened by the effect that the wealth will have within their life. This isn't something that a lot of us ever really verbalize or talk about, but that fear and that insecurity is there. I see it with my clients all the time. I hear a lot from them like, well, I don't want it to change me. I don't want to turn into some version of myself that I don't like. And again, it might seem ridiculous to say, but a lot of us have a fear that wealth and money and having a lot of it is going to turn us into entirely different people than who we are when we don't have money. I want to remind you that money is a neutral circumstance. It is neither good nor bad. It always goes in the circumstance line of our model, which means that it just is. And by you saying, oh, it's the money that's going to change me, it makes it seem like the money is the problem, right? The money isn't the problem though, ever. But the truth is that 99% of the time, okay, in most instances, money isn't going to change you. Money is simply going to make you more of who you already are. It doesn't change you. It enhances you. It magnifies you. Whatever is already there on the inside simply just gets amplified. So look at it from that perspective. And when you do, I want you to ask yourself, knowing that having more money isn't gonna change me. It's not gonna turn me into this like greedy, evil, bad person. In fact, it's gonna be the opposite and it's just gonna amplify all the good that's already in there. Is that still a concern? I hope it's not. Because I hope that you can see how amazing you are. Trust me, if you are here, if you are a part of this community, I know that you are a wonderful, kind, smart person. I don't allow anyone who's not to be here. My perspective is that, of course, there are bad apples in every bunch, but most of the time, I like to believe that people are good. People like you, people like me, we wanna do good, we wanna be kind, we wanna help others. We just wanna leave this world a better place than we found it. And if that sounds like you, then you are exactly the type of person who needs to make a lot of money. Because again, money is simply going to expand all of that goodness and all of that amazingness inside of you. It's not gonna corrupt it. Embrace the fact that your desire for riches is a quest to become more of who you truly are. If you are someone who is kind, giving, generous now, you will also be kind, giving, generous when you have a lot of money. And guess what? More money just expands and multiplies the good that can be done in the world. Our world, now more than ever, needs as many smart, compassionate, and creative women to get as rich as they possibly can because there is a lot of work that needs to be done, right? We need more money in the hands of the good guys. That's what I always like to say. We need more examples of women out there making a lot of money, doing a ton of good with it, changing the world. And showing other women of all ages, of all backgrounds, of all ethnicities that know what you've been shown, what you've been led to believe about this is what rich and wealthy looks like, that's not what it looks like. This is what it looks like. This is all the good and all the impact that can be made when women have a lot of money. So I want you to go out. I want you to give yourself that allowance, that permission to make a lot of money and reach your full financial potential. I'm going to end this episode by reading one more paragraph out of the book, You Are a Badass at Making Money. I love this paragraph, and I thought it just wrapped up everything we've been talking about today so beautifully. All right, here we go. She says, it all counts. It all contributes. We are all equally vital. It is not a competition. There wouldn't be room for all of us to do all of the same things the same way, which is why we each desire to fill our own special spot in the world with our own special selves. Understand that your gifts, your talents, and your desires were given to you because you are meant to thrive and share your you with the world as only you can. Please, oh please, allow yourself to get as rich as you need to be in order to bestow upon us your greatness. So here are some perspectives that I want to leave you with. Some of you have told me that when you're actually listening to the podcast, you are taking notes. You're writing stuff down in a notebook or on a piece of paper. So if that's you, you can write down these lists. If you're not able to do that, just think about what your answers would be. I want you to make a list of all of the beautiful things that have happened in your life so far because of money. Take some time to show yourself intentionally the good that money has done in the world and in your life. The second one is I want you to write down all of your best qualities. And then I want you to look at those qualities, and I want you to imagine how money can amplify them in your life and also amplify them to help and assist others. The third, I want you to make a list of all of the amazing things that you would do in the world if you had a lot of money, when you have a lot of money. Let's just say that, when you have a lot of money. How would you, being rich and wealthy, make the world a better place? Really take some time to show yourself and to bring attention to the good that money can create in your life, in the life of others, and in the world in general. Show yourself why you are worthy of it, how you will use it to positively impact the lives of others, and how money within your hands will make the world a better place. You know what I always say, my motto, when more women have more money, the world becomes a better and more beautiful place. And that process starts and begins with each of us giving ourselves the allowance and the permission to go out and create that result in our lives without guilt, without compromise, or without explanation. All right, that is what I have for you this week. Got a little fired up in this one, but I'm very passionate about this. So I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that this episode will inspire you to increase your level of wealth allowance to as high as you can get it to completely open yourself up to riches and wealth and all the good and all the beautiful things that come with it, knowing that you are completely worthy of it all. Join me next week. We are going to be wrapping up the Women in Money series. The last topic we're gonna be talking about is the topic of instant gratification versus delayed gratification. Might not seem like it has a lot to do with money, but it has a ton to do with money. I love you dearly. Have such an amazing week. Go out, make all the money that you can. I will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Hey, girl. If you enjoyed this episode, I want to invite you to join me in overcoming overspending. It's my signature program where I take you through my three phase approach to stop impulse shopping and overspending so that you can finally start making substantial progress with your finances. Through the self paced online program, the student community group and live weekly coaching with me, you will receive all the encouragement you need to finally achieve lasting change with your money habits that have been sabotaging you for so long. You'll have money back in your pocket, you will leave behind the stress and the worry that you currently experience with money, and your spending will be controlled purposeful and actually feel good and be fun. The best part is it's 100% risk-free. You have a lifetime to implement my proven process. And after doing that, if you don't make your investment back, I will give you a full refund. Your results are guaranteed or the program is on me. Just head over to overcomingoverspending.com to get started. I can't wait to have you as a student within the program.